Hey guys, welcome to episode 38 of Grace in Progress. My name is Brianna Leach. I'm a wife, a mom of three, and a licensed counselor who loves delicious shaved ice and watching my son play Little League Baseball. And I firmly believe that if you woke up this morning, then you have a purpose. If you are new here, welcome. The goal of this podcast is to create a safe space for you to learn more about yourself, take small steps to become the person you are created to be, and give yourself lots of grace along the way. If you've been listening for a while, I am so glad you're back and really happy that you are taking the time to invest in yourself a bit more. If after listening to this episode or any of the episodes, you feel like, hey, I know somebody who would love to hear this, or hey, this really benefited my life or my situation, it would mean so much if you share it with friends, share it on social media, however you spread the word with your friends, because that is the biggest way podcasts get shared is by word of mouth. And thank you to those of you who have already done that. Today, I'm going to make you a bit uncomfortable. Okay, maybe not really, but I want to talk to you about how you react to uncomfortable situations. I'm sure you can imagine that as a counselor, I have dealt with my fair share of uncomfortable situations. And of course, in my personal life, like many of you have dealt with lots of different things that cause discomfort. And what I mean by that is you just don't even know what to do with the feelings. You don't know what necessarily is causing them or you do and you just don't want to deal with it. And it's an important thing to know what to do with. Also, there are so many topics and conversations happening in our world right now that might make some people feel uncomfortable for a good reason. What I'm addressing is why do we tend to shy away from things that make us uncomfortable? Short answer, we like to be in control. (laughs) And if something makes us uncomfortable, it usually means we're not familiar with it. We don't know how to navigate that moment or situation. In counseling, one of my mottos is sit with the discomfort. So often we tend to brush off discomfort or act quickly to dissolve it. But what if you decided to sit with it for a bit? Picture discomfort as a friend who is joining you for coffee. And you're going to sit and you're going to examine. You're going to absorb it and really try to allow it to have some space. When someone challenges one of your long-held beliefs that you may have, whether you're aware of it or not, what is your first reaction? Oh, surely they're wrong. That's dismissal. Well, they just think that because they fill in the blank. That's dissolving it or reasoning it away. But what if you sat with the discomfort for a little bit and explored why dismissal or dissolving was your first reaction to the challenge? Today, I want to give you four things to consider in a moment of discomfort, whether it's the first time it has happened or that this has been happening for a while and you've never taken the time to address it. So first, Applaud yourself for recognizing the discomfort. If you're aware, that is already moving towards better understanding your reaction. If you take a moment and think, do you know what it is that makes you uncomfortable? Just in general, on a day-to-day basis, is there a gauge that you have of, oh, here I go again, I feel really awkward or uncomfortable, or what is the pattern? 
Is it when someone starts sharing intimate details about a situation they're dealing with and maybe you don't feel equipped to help? Or is it when your spouse starts asking about your childhood and you don't want to dive into details of maybe a bad situation? Is it when you hear the news of current political or social climate and instead of diving deeper into it, you'd rather maybe ignore it? (laughs) We've all been there. It's easier to stick your head in the sand sometimes than to sit with that discomfort. But recognizing that you are uncomfortable It's the first step to learning more about why your mind and body are reacting that way. Secondly, use silence as a processing tool. This might sound weird, although if you've listened to this podcast for very long, you know I like to use silence both in my counseling technique and also in the podcast. I like to give you a moment to think about something. But if we're too quick to react or fill the discomfort with an action plan, we don't fully process it. In some of my counseling sessions, especially with teenagers, this is a powerful tool because if you're around teenage girls very often, they're not quiet for long. (laughs) And I loved to sit with a teenager and I haven't been able to do it in a while and I actually really miss it. But to have a teenage girl talk to me about an issue they're dealing with or something that's just really bothering them. And when I ask a challenging question and they don't know what to say, we just kind of sit there. I don't fill the silence with advice or here's five things you need to do right now. We just kind of sit there. And I think the power in sitting in silence with your discomfort is greater than we realize. Some of you may be uncomfortable with that silence, or you don't often use silence as a tool in your life. Discomfort is a sign to our body and mind that something doesn't feel right, and we should explore it more. But first, you have to give silence to that feeling to be able to let it settle. Moving on to third, once you've taken a moment to let it settle a little bit, the third thing is to be curious about the discomfort. We've talked about this in the past, being an emotional detective, asking questions, staying curious in situations, whether it's reacting to your spouse, reacting to your children, but in your own life, when the discomfort slams you in the face, maybe (laughs) sometimes it creeps through the back door. Sometimes it just barges right in asking yourself, where is this coming from? When a topic or a situation arises and I just feel so uncomfortable, I just want to shake it off. I just want to put it on a shelf and walk away or run away. Where is that coming from? What layer is this hitting on a deeper level? Being able to question it, not attack it or be defensive about it, but just say, whoa, whoa, where did that come from? Why did hearing that on the news really hit me at a gut level? Maybe there's some work that needs to be done there that you can process a little bit more, but this is just moving past dismissing or reasoning it away and really giving yourself the time to explore it a bit more. And finally, the first three have dealt with personal discomfort, mainly when it's happening straight to you. But what about when a friend comes to you with their own discomfort? You're doing just fine, (laughs) a regular day, you meet a friend for coffee, and suddenly a friend unexpectedly loses a family member, or your sister loses her job and wants to process it with you. Well, in 
in these cases, you can just look back at the first three, rinse and repeat. Okay, not really, but you can use these three we've already talked about to directly apply to your friends or your family members. You would start with validating their feelings of pain or confusion. You can be silent while they talk and verbally process what is happening. You don't need to interject your opinion or an action plan at that moment, but give them the space to process and the silence just to, it's almost like creating an atmosphere of a hug without actually hugging, which comes in handy when you're trying to social distance, but giving that silence and space to sit with someone in their discomfort. Um, I've heard it called the ministry of presence. And I just think that's so powerful that you're not scared by the situation they're dealing with and you're willing to step right into it with them. And then if it's appropriate and when the time is right, you can help them talk about where this discomfort or pain or anger might be coming from. There might be clear sources or there might be more ambiguous sources of what they're going through in their discomfort. Just don't make it about you. (laughs) You're not there to fix their problem. You can just sit with them in the discomfort because a true friend is comfortable with the uncomfortable. You can use the same application that you would use on yourself to help a friend. Maybe today you're listening and you're teetering on the line of continual discomfort with things going on in our world and not knowing where you land, or you might be on the other end of the spectrum and there's so much going on, you just have a lack of motivation to do the work of diving into it a bit more. You owe it to yourself and those around you to sit with that discomfort pull up a chair, give it space, give it silence, and then dive in and explore what's really going on there. I highly recommend that you be curious about what's really going on in your heart and mind. You are worth that work. I hope these tips can guide you a bit in that process. And as always, you've got this and I'm cheering you on. Thanks so much for listening.